أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين ثم الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى أهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين المعصومين أما بعد my respected audience السلام عليكم جميعا ورحمة الله وبركاته welcome to this special episode of our Hujjat podcast where I'm honored to have with us Dr. Jalal Fayrouz an ex-MP for the uh, for former member of parliament from Bahrain and inshallah we are going to be speaking about uh, the socio-political situation the socio-religious situation across the Middle East and also uh, specifically in Bahrain and also thinking about our responsibilities here in terms of the awareness that we need to have the campaigns and activism that we need to be uh, participating in and inshallah we can receive some guidance on how we can fulfill our responsibilities to the ummah and specifically our shia brethren around the world as well inshallah so before i introduce um, and welcome in uh, dr fairoz i'm actually going to read uh, a short biography a cv of uh, the good doctor um, and it's a it's a brilliantly lengthy cv so when i say this i'm, I'm going to lengthen it i'm going to shorten it and it will be a, a, a very small part of the actual full CV of, of Doctor. So I'll give you some, some clarification on what he's been doing, inshallah. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, Dr. Feroz is a former member of parliament uh, in Bahrain. He has a PhD in political Islamic thought from the International University of Islamic Sciences. He's a lecturer of Islamic studies, humanities and social sciences at various universities and institutes. He's a teacher of religious studies for more than 20 years in several houses, including the Islamic College of London. He has authored several books, including The Engineering Dis uh, Disciplines and Roads to It, Brief, Brief Biography of Husseiniya, Foundations of the Stimulus by Modern Theories, Seven Habits of Highly Effective, Effective People in the Light of Islam. So I definitely need a copy of that one if you don't mind saying so, yeah, no, that was excellent and um, presented many professional papers on Islamic thoughts at international conferences, chairman of Democracy and Human Rights Committee at the Interparliamentary Union in Geneva, uh, chairman of Middle East Strategic and Consultative Center, member of the world Majma of Ahlul Bayt and there's many many more that I could give to you but uh, I think also one important one that I'll mention now because we'll have a conversation around it inshallah uh, he was also a former member of the board of Al-Wifaq political party and member of its consultative council Dr. Salaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah Thank you very much uh, Janab Sheikh Jafar My honor Thank you very much for joining us It's very honor to be here I'm very pleased, uh, God knows how much I'm pleased to be in such an, uh, between uh, this audience of relating to, to this big and very fascinating and well-organized, mashallah, uh, uh, institution. Thank you. We're very blessed to be able to, to have you discuss with us today. And uh, I know you're very busy, so thank you very much for your time. So. I want to be able to learn more about what's happening in the Middle East and in Bahrain specifically. And the reason for that is that we often hear on the news what's happening to uh, various political activists being jailed, stripped of their, their human rights, being even stripped of their, um, their citizenship. And this is something that happened to you and your brother Sayyid Jawad as well 
in 2012 and you weren't even informed of it but just by virtue of your activism and trying to call for reforms in the government more access to uh, the way things are uh, you actually had your citizenship revoked and were made stateless for a period of time now i know because our community is just generally aware that there are problems in the middle east that they probably don't know the details of it they don't really know about the different political ideas and the different movements that exist there. So I want to start by just asking you to give us a broad picture of what happened in the Middle East from 2011 when the Arab Spring or the so-called Arab Spring started. And actually there's one famous political um, scientist who actually said that the Arab Spring was watered with the blood of the Mu'minin. Um, so can you just give us an introduction as to yes, post-2011 and post-2011? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Qawlu ta'ala a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa lanabliyan luannakum bishay'in min al-khawfi wal-ju'a wa naqsim min al-amwali wal-anfusi wal-thamarat wa bashir al-sabirin. And for sure, we will be testing you with the shortage First of all, the loss of lives and, and money and shortage in, in all the goods. But uh, uh, just uh, tell the people who are persistent and they are patient that Allah will reward them, inshallah. Uh, this is, of course, uh, this ayah uh, just uh, makes a frame of whatever uh, we are facing. Uh, and all along in the whole history of course there has been the confrontation between the oppressors and the oppressed people but of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants this to happen so that we will be also uh, tested and and come out to be inshallah good people good mu'mins good believers uh, closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever happens uh, really it, it will uh, glaride it will it will uh, try to get us out of all the the whatever has been on our hearts and uh, to be inshallah uh, very clean inshallah. inshallah and and that's that's the path until inshallah uh, as of course uh, prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa said that this this is this is the the nature of history until uh, the uh, the more uh, uh, more uh, oppres oppression uh, more zulm will be there in in earth uh, and, and and until that then Allah subhanahu wa taala will bring the justice and equality and that is what Allah subhanahu wa taala has promised us uh, as He has promised al muminin that uh, whether it was in the time of the between Pharaoh. And, and Musa uh, between Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi and Umayyah between uh, Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam and Muawiyah between Taban, uh, Prophet Muhammad and Abu Sufyan between Imam Hussein and all, all of that. This has happened throughout of history course. and yes. continues. But, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَنُرِيدُ أَنَّ مُنَّ عَلَى الَّذِينَ وَسْتُضْعِفُ And we, we, we intend, we, we are willing to, to, to favor the Mu'mins uh, and, and make them 
be uh, uh, imams and 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 of course on on the on the oppressed الذين استضعفوا ونجعلهم إما تان we want them to be leaders and we want them to be inheritors of 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 the earth that's that's the the way it's going on we just have to be patient and we do our taklif we do our responsibilities to the best. All along, the, 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 the human being, the unbelievers, want to, 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 to be uh, uh, on the top. They want to, to take as much possible of this, of this life. And uh, that's what, what's, what's going on. Uh, in the past, we had, we had all the oppressors. Today, you have some of, some of the superpowers, like the United States. Uh, they implement some uh, uh, of their belongings, uh, the, uh, for example, the state of Israel, and they want to protect their interests in the Middle East and everywhere, of course, uh, whether it is in India, Pakistan, whether it is anywhere in the world, they just want to get uh, as much of the wealth of, of the people around the world. And exactly that is exactly what is going on in the Middle East. They just want... Uh, to, to, to preside their interest and whatever is good for them, even if they will just smash anything called uh, principles, human rights, ethics. Everything uh, can go at the exactly. whim and, of and they will they, they will be supporting the dictators. All along they have been doing, the, doing that. Been. So then in 2011, the it was almost maybe 15 countries that their people spontaneously rose up. And people rose up for different things because some were calling for a complete overthrow of dictators, some were calling for reform, some were calling for civil rights. What was, what was the general kind of feeling across the Middle East from 2011 when this was taking well, place? Well, because, because of the oppression, because the, uh, the superpowers have supported the dictators to take over all along. They have implemented... Al Saud in Saudi Arabia, and in, in, in the eighteenth century, they uh, and the nineteenth century, also also at the early twentieth uh, century, they they uh, were the, the main supporters of Abdul Aziz Al Saud to establish the, the Wahhabi state, and and uh, in the in the Persian Gulf area, they have instated these families who who are just uh, big dictators and tyrannies. And also everywhere, whether it is in Egypt, uh, and, and, uh, in Libya, and in Morocco. So in Egypt also, they they, they, they had they went from one course. dictator to another. Exactly. They went from Mubarak. Yes, yes to... exactly. And that's exactly, for example, we'll just just jump and go back. Uh, exactly what is going on in Sudan, for example, today. What, what they, they they are doing in Libya today. Mm. Uh, uh, they they don't. They just want. Their, their people to govern so that they can just suck off the wealth. That's exactly what happened uh, uh, in, in the Middle East. Everyone was, was fed up, frustrated with all the oppression. So if everyone is frustrated, yes. we have 15 countries or so yes. that spontaneously decided to, to, to rise up. Exactly. Now, some countries, according to different political commentators, have been successful, some less successful. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you look at what's happening in Algeria, if you look at what's happened in um, uh, Tunisia, Tunisia mm -hmm. would, we would say, for example, 
Egypt traded one dictator for another Absolutely. eventually. There was a middle period, but they traded one dictator for another where you can say other countries have gone through other things. Would you say that there was any one country that was successful or partially successful from across those 15 countries that rose up during the Arab Spring from not, 2011? Not a single, single country. And the reason is because all along the, 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 the superpowers have had have implemented all their hands and people inside these these governments inside these countries whether it is in tunisia egypt and everywhere especially they have implemented the, their their people in the armies and the influential institutions in these countries for example in tunisia they 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 uh, the the uh, army of, of tunisia is still pro pro west pro, pro france uh, in in egypt they are still Pro, pro the Americans uh, uh, and everywhere that's the situation so we have a very deep rooted yes. problem yes yes of course even in the psyche and the mindset exactly. of people exactly where is, is the, the army not in uh, very much been infiltr- infiltrated uh, for example probably uh, partially in, in Syria uh, uh, in, in Yemen uh, that was because uh, they, they, they were not as exactly towards the west and and those in those areas the problem is, is still persists uh, but of course uh, uh, all along they have been uh, even if if the people rose and they gave blood in in these old countries but after all they would do lots of uh, 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 i mean uh, they they will they will plan they will they will give uh, use the stick and carrot mm-hmm. to just regain the, the mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. as it happened in, in Morocco for example people were in, in, in the street 2011 but of course they uh, uh, France and, and the United States give some, gave some some grant so-called grant to the king of Morocco and uh, they calmed down the people somehow and and it, and it happened uh, even in Jordan for example there was a big uh, 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 you know uh, uh, demonstrations and, and and so forth. Now the th- the thing is that uh, the 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 the, uh, the people who are governing, they just don't want these figures to change. Otherwise, it will it will undermine the security of Israel. Mm. It will undermine the the interests of the United States. Uh, they have they have put lots of uh, uh, wealth uh, into these countries. As Trump says, we have uh, 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 consumed more than fourteen trillion dollar in, in the past few decades, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you see one. He thing, questioned what the success of that exactly, fourteen trillion dollars yes, was. Exactly. You see, you see, the, the, uh, Trump, even though he is, uh, forgive me to say, he is a lunatic. Yes. But sometimes. You you get uh, some facts in, from him. Yeah, He's, from he, these. It's a Freudian exactly. slip. He uh, lets it go. Just just uh, uh, three months ago, uh, at the time of Khashoggi crisis, yes. he said something. He said, "Do you want me in, in front of the TVs? Do, do you do you want me uh, uh, to put pressure on Saudis? If the Saudi regime uh, collapses, then who will be protecting Israel?" Yes. Exactly. Which is exactly the strategic yes. 
He said the truth. He said the truth. So, so for that reason, they are just trying to regain the situation. It is happening now in Algeria. It's happening today, these days, in, in, in Sudan and everything. Whoever wants to be against change to the best, of course, Bashar al-Assad, we, we are not uh, protecting or, or defending Bashar al-Assad, but he was not pro-Israel. He was not pro uh, the, the United States. For that reason, they, they wanted to topple him. Uh, they wanted to bring the Daeshes who are con well controlled into this situation. But Alhamdulillah, uh, the, the, the willing with, of, of the believers was that this will be catastrophic. For that reason, we, we have to stop this, even though we are not favoring Bashar al-Assad himself, but we the are... Protection exactly. of the wider yes, community. Yes. Uh, uh, we, we, you, you, will be, you will be talking between something which is bad and something which is very much very worse. Very much worse. Uh, of course. Uh, in, in Bahrain, in, in a short, of course... Uh, we'll in, come to Bahrain shortly, inshallah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I, if I can follow up on, yes. on Syria. So... A lot of the, I, I, the the Muslim experience here in the UK, looking at what happened in Syria, a lot of us get our information, our news from BBC, Sky News and wherever else. Now, as a result of that, our understanding can often be skewered, can give us a, um, you know, a shubha as such about what is really going on. I remember some of the conversations that were taking place amongst the youth here in the UK was, uh, that really um, this was a, a natural uprising in 2011. The people themselves wanted to overthrow Bashar al-Assad and that he cracked down on his own people. This is the narrative that has been mm. spread. Mm. Okay. Now, because of this, many Muslims don't know whether this was true, whether this you know, has been misrepresented. I'm not asking you whether it was misrepresented or not. What I wish to, to know is, when I see all of these different topics in the Middle East, as a normal reader from, from this part of the world, where would you recommend I get more sound news from? News that gives me a truer picture of what is taking place in the Middle East, so that when these uprisings or when these discussions happen, I can point to, to news with a, a resource which is giving me a correct picture. Okay. There are two sides. One side is, is, is the natural side, which is, of course, superseded by the uh, American Zionist uh, uh, superseding and influences, which has controlled the world mainstream media. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't find the truth with even Reuters Associated Press, United Press International, CNN, ABCs, uh, BBC. These are being very much controlled. They are just just to doing whatever. The, the, I think they're the, representing the state. They exactly. often repeat what the state yes, interest is. Yes, yes. Uh, Im imagine lots of these are being funded by by, by uh, whether it is the the uh, the, the Zionists. Or, of course, by the tyrannies in, in the Middle East. It, did you know that? Probably the audience have not known that 40% of the shares of Twitter is owned by Saudi Arabia. 40%. And, 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 and some portion, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, of Facebook is being, being, being owned. And they are, they are buying these. 
of course, it is it is uh, between the Saudis and the Emiratis. Uh, for that reason, you wouldn't find the truth everywhere. Uh, but of course, yes, thanks to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, these days you can uh, get to the truth through the non-mainstreams. Uh, uh, Where would you recommend uh, us to go? Well, well, of course, uh, in some in some manner, okay, you would see some truth with with, for example. RT, the Russia TV, uh, but you know that will be, of course, towards the interest of Russia. Of Russia, right? But uh, you will find uh, uh, lots of real realities and facts with Press TV, even though you wouldn't be able to see Press TV over here, but probably on on YouTube, uh, uh, and and of course uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the the social network. Uh, Will be will be towards better than that. Uh, it, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the 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 real the real believers of Islam and Muhammad al Asil, they have not succeeded in in, in, in establishing very well uh, strong English uh, uh, language broadcasts, uh, uh, which which are you know can can be to live to the level of mm. some mainstreams. But uh, yes, you can find uh, these uh, here and there. But unfortunately, I can say that <clears throat> in 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 UK you wouldn't find any truth with the mainstream. Sometimes you have to find individual exactly. reporters. Yes. and follow those reporters. Some reporters in the Guardian, some 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 leftists. In the Independent or something. Independent, probably yeah, yeah. here and there. Uh, so I remember I was watching CNN. Um, I will advise my viewers to find this clip on YouTube because it was one of the most profoundly important clips I have ever seen about the news media. There's a, a famous journalist, she's called Amber Leons, uh, yes. L-Y-N-O-S, and she yes. went to Bahrain and she was following the uprising from 2011. She had footage on her and she had to sneak the footage out. She actually mentioned she has to put the footage in her clothes and then sneak out of Bahrain. She went back to the studios in CNN, where she was a very senior journalist, and she tried to be able to document and show to the Western world what is happening in Bahrain 2011 onwards. And she says she was specifically stopped from being able to sh show that footage that she had uh, taken. And when she looked into it further, it was because the Bahraini state had been a sponsor of CNN. And what, the way they sponsor it, they can't give money directly. They don't just say, here's a million dollars. What they do is they buy advertising, airtime. Like, uh, you know, you sometimes see these packages, visit Scotland, visit Turkey, and they would visit Bahrain or visit, you know, the Emirati states. And because the money was going through this way, there was a prohibition on what they were allowed to show because... Obviously, if you're getting funded, you're not going to risk that funding because ultimately CNN is a corporation. It has to maximize profit, but it has to balance being a propagandist network for interests as well as... And that's when I really awoke. I remember seeing this clip and, and I was like, I really appreciated the depth of how difficult it is to be able to penetrate the mainstream media. Thank you very much for bringing the, this This, uh, this is a very fact. famous clip. Uh, uh, first of all, b because of, of, of uh, uh, Amber Leon, uh, 
carrying out this documentary, uh, at least 10 people were arrested and they put in jail and things in Bahrain. But, but uh, Amelia Allah herself Allah. said that, yes, uh, not what, uh, whatever she had could be shown because of the influences. And then uh, it was mentioned uh, uh, by, by her colleagues that the Bahraini regime in, in, in those, exactly those days paid 40 million. Of course, for CNN, 40 million is not very big, big, big thing. But of course, uh, aside from that, there was uh, 250 million. Uh, 250 million is, is, is a big number uh, by, by the Saudis to, yes. to keep uh, CNN mum of that. Yes. 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 Exactly. So, so <clears throat> they, these are the kinds of tactics that they use. And you're fighting a whole global yes. propagandist apparatus, yes. which is very difficult. So I want to be able to turn our attention to uh, Bahrain specifically. And as mentioned in the introduction, you are an ex-MP and you also had a senior position in one of the leading um, political parties, an opposition party called Al-Wifaq. And my understanding is that when it comes to the structure of the Bahraini parliament, the firstly we have um, the Al Khalifa. So this is a ruling dynasty and the king, I don't recognize any king or queen, so I, I'm just saying king, but uh, Hamad ibn Isa Al Khalifa and the upper house of the parliament is basically all appointed by the, the ruling body. And so the lower house is made up of uh, people who can go into the parliament, but because human rights uh, protesters, activists are basically banned, anyone who's been to jail can be stripped of their ability to run for parliament. Um, someone like yourself has been uh, taken, their citizenship has been re revoked illegally under, under international law. So basically, even though we have a parliament, and I, I say that in air quotes, parliament, it is basically a state-run parliament, hand-picked of people that they want to be able to pick. In light of that type of oppression and situation, people like yourself, activists, noble individuals, um, others, many people will know their names, for example, uh, Sheikh Ali Salman or Nabir Rajab and so on. These people have risen up over time to be able to speak out and to be able to try to make reforms. In a nutshell, what to, to explain to our to our audience what is it like in in bahrain is this a shi'i movement only or is this a muslim movement what what is it like for the normal muslim who wants to be able to make reform in in, in bahrain okay uh, uh, thank you for, thank you very much for that uh, I, i'll have to t to talk uh, about the background and some please, history please do Even, uh, i'll try to be very brief because uh, uh, you see, Bahrain has been all along uh, until uh, the 18th century uh, for for the Sh more or less for the Shias, even though uh, even though the the Ottoman Empire was was governing, but uh, locally the Shias were were were, were governing. Uh, I don't want to go to, in, uh, in more detail because it will take so much time. But of course, in 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 the uh, in the end, at the end of the 18th century, with the help of the British Empire, the, uh, they have brought Al Khalifa family from from Qatar, and they have enforced them in Bahrain. Uh, in those days, for around 25 years, 
there have been lots of bloodshed uh, because Bahrain is, is an island. They were uh, using uh, the the weaponry of the uh, British Empire to 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 to, uh, to 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 invade Bahrain over and over. They were not successful. But it's if you hours. if if you go around Bahrain, you would find uh, all graveyards of the people who have been killed on, mm. on those clashes. At that day, mm. but of course, after that, uh, uh, after t- around twenty-five years, they they have regained uh, the control of Bahrain, and they they have considered, that of course, uh, as uh, for example, if you go to the historian called Ibn Battuta, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he he has written around uh, nine hundred years ago. He has he has said. Uh, I'm sorry, 800 years ago, he said <clears throat> that I went to Bahrain and I saw that this island, uh, they are all Rafidah, mm-hmm. they are all mm-hmm. Shi'as. Yes, yes. Ibn Battuta uh, is famous for doing yes, the rihla, exactly. traveling from you one see, place to another. 900 years ago, uh, nine centuries ago, and he said, he said, he said, uh, they they say Ali and Waliullah, and they 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 have uh, matams and all mm-hmm. of that. See, we it's are documented talking, since then. Exactly, yeah, uh, and of course. Uh, in in Bahrain, all all the uh, the graves who are like uh, uh, two hundred years or more old, they are all Shias. They are all ulamas of Shia, mm-hmm. the big ulamas of, of Shias. Al Alama Al Hili, the father, was buried in Bahrain. We have all. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, Sayyid uh, Hashim al-Tubban, uh, that would be okay. So this was imposed of course. upon the people of Absolutely, okay. absolutely. They have brought also some of the, uh, at, the at that time also the Wahhabis were, were active. They brought some, some of the Wahhabis and they have considered Shias as kind of slaves. Anyway, it, it would take, uh, I'll, I'll try to jump. Uh, in, in, in the, 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 the people of Bahrain have tried to survive uh, but uh, the, the lots of Bahrainis have traveled uh, ar- ar- around e- either in, in to the eastern province of uh, of uh, uh, Saudi Arabia or to Basra or to Khuzestan in Iran or whatever but uh, of course the people who were there they they were not in in peace with the ruling family uh, uh, because uh, uh, in Bahrain there are around 120 villages and around uh, uh, nine cities, uh, the the uh, the capital of Bahrain, the majority are in uh, Shias. All, every single village is is hundred percent Shia. Uh, the Bahrain, uh, up to twenty years ago, uh, it was seventy percent Shias, uh, and and thirty percent Sunnis. Uh, but in these in these twenty years, the uh, the government of Bahrain. Uh, try to change the uh, the demographics uh, demograph- by bringing in exactly they 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 were bringing majority mainly from from Baluchistan mm-hmm. Pakistan mm-hmm. Uh, even re- recently from where the Taliban's are they have been bringing in tens of so thousands not, so not just bringing in people yes. to change the numbers yeah. but also yeah. people of a certain thinking of course which yeah. would be dangerous Nasibis yes, who would have an outright to, hatred yes, to the school to, of Ahlul Bayt they, 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 they were they were myself I was talking to him he didn't know that I was here he said uh, I was brought here and, and given 
uh, uh, house and and uh, I'm, I'm working with in the army and and I came here to to, to punish these rafilas. Yes, you know. Yes. Uh, so so basically, yes. based on this history mm-hmm. and this precedent being yes. set over the last yes. thirty years, different groups, opposition groups were created in order to bring around a social justice movement. Yes, yes. In, 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 the, in the past, uh, there have been lots of uprisings in the 80s, in the 90s. In the 90s, we have so, so many uh, uh, martyrs being killed. But of course, in, uh, when, when the late uh, king, he was not king, he was Amir, he, he, he died, the, the, his son wanted to, to, re, you know, to be having a stable uh, situation more so he called for a national charter i i was then in in, in the middle of the, the the core people who were running uh, opposition mm-hmm. but we were working underground mm. we were not, uh, we we had lots of uh, meetings and uh, mainly it was of course with with, with the sheikhs ayatollahs and, and and all of that and then of course uh, we agreed that we will give another chance to the, to the to the government Provided that they will, they will, ha- they will bring up uh, a, a parliament which is fully elected, and that's exactly what the king has said. You can f- see it in, on YouTube with the English subtitles, uh, signing and saying that okay, uh, we will have a hundred percent elected uh, uh, parliament. But of course, after that, the the regime they reneged br- on that. They, they brought just just uh, they they brought out. A constitution which which has not been under referendum, which which is not constitutional, which they imposed upon imposed, the yeah. people, and they have of course brought this uh, so-called uh, sub-democracy. But of course, with that, they 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 tried to enforce uh, uh, their their superiority uh, because the the two houses, the upper house, is 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 elected. I mean, it's appointed, appointed by 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 the, by, by the, the pro king yes. people, and they have legislative, full legislative, and full veto over the, the lower, lower house. house. Even the lower lower house, they have pro- done the districting and constituencies so that the Shias will be minorities in mm. minority. Uh, even is, though this is called gerrymandering, gerrymandering, where they, yes, they yes, decide yes. where the electoral exactly. votes come from. Exactly. Thank you very much. It's gerrymandering, exactly. And for example, in two thousand and two, there were there were uh, there were elections. We have not participated because because it was, it, it uh, the, the 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 deal was 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 hit by by the king and the royal family, but in two thousand and six we 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 said okay we'll give it a shot, as you 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 said in the. Uh, uh, of course, uh, as you say, uh, we said we will go into sulh, we, we into some peace with with the, the regime. In two thousand, we participated. Uh, uh, the people who have voted for Al Wifa only Al Wifa party, they were sixty five percent of the votes. But uh, so so it is around two third of the votes of mm. the people of Bahrain. But we were given only one third of the seats mm. so so mm. that's the situation, this is the yeah. situation. for example uh, uh, it's it, not represented exactly this constituencies were there that that they have brought all the shias for example in one constituency big one for example my constituency was was a very big shia even though uh, uh, anyhow uh, i was i was in relation with everyone 
but but to towards my size they were a very small constitution of sins but the thing is that uh, we we said okay we'll give it a shot we'll go we'll try to as as we were forced we were we were, we were obliged we, we we gave it a shot inside the the, the parliament but we saw that it is it, it is didn't come it, it's it, failing it, you wouldn't we wouldn't find anything then and, and we continued until 2010 but and in, in the beginning of the 2011 after what happened uh, happened in in egypt uh, because the people we still had people in jail we had oppression we had discri- discrimination imagine 70 percent of of the bahrain bahrain is uh, shias but not a single person is in the army of shia no single person uh, only five percent of of the whole police force is shias so it's, Only. Uh, it's purposely underrepresented Absolutely. for the purpose of keeping people yes. out. Yes, in, 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 the, in, the, in the upper ranks, we had, we, we, we had a number exactly with a survey, uh, academic survey, found that only 7% of the top ranks, not, not the minister, under minister, under secretaries and all of that, we found that uh, the, the Shias are only 7%. Anyhow, we tried our best. But we, we we saw we saw a very very strong uh, wall in front of mm. us. So uh, and and at that time the uh, the people went into the street and they went into the pier roundabout. Yes, very famous they, scenes. And, and then of course they destroyed that roundabout. Now, yes, correct? yes, they demolished because they didn't want it exactly. to be a sign of the representation yes. of the so so there, there were all these massacres. We said enough is enough. We resigned from the parliament mm. and then started all the the crashing because of the Saudi and Emirati forces came coming which we'll come to in a second inshallah so I I know that in Bahrain there has been a strong concept of uh, non-violent protests yes so these protests started and the idea was as you said to bring about this change and then I remember the very vivid scenes of across the bridge there was 200 tanks Saudi tanks coming in and many people were killed, many people were arrested, some are still in jail, some have lost their citizenship, torture has happened. So what happened since? What's happening now? What, what, because I also know that in the international community, only four months ago there was a, the election, another election of parliament, correct? Yes. As well as from four years back. Now we have, as we stated, people who are being stopped from being able to participate in the elections. There's gerrymandering. The international community was stopped from having media as independent observers. So what's happened now uh, since all of these uprisings are taking place? Well, and uh, where is the future going for absolute, the Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, of course, the, I have to say it, uh, that, that not only uh, the United States government is supporting the tyranny in Bahrain, but also some European uh, countries, especially, unfortunately, the British uh, government is 100% supporting. They don't. They don't care about the human rights. They don't care about the ethics. You know, we have tried our utmost with the government here, and and here I'll, I just want uh, because we might be short of time. I want to say that part of everybody's responsibility, not only Shias, not only believers, every human this being. This is a human rights yes, issue. Human right. Human being has to try to, to, to tell the uh, 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 the government of UK stop 
supporting the oppressor, stops supporting the tyranny. It will not do, uh, do you good in, in the future. Sooner or later, people Bahrain will gain their sovereignty. And, 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 that, and, and, and that time, people will not for, forget who have supported their oppressors. So everyone's responsibility, and I'm calling off my, my brothers and sisters and my sons and daughters to try to write to their MPs. Please, uh, you can do this thing. You can just send an email to your MP saying that uh, the, the, the people of Bahrain, they just want their dignity, their, their rights, their democracy. They are not calling for, for the overthrow of the, of the regime, but the UK government has been 100% supporting the tyranny and they, they have been supporting with weapon, with, 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 with logistics, with, with, with all the, the, the things. Even imagine some, some of the so-called, uh, I mean, retired uh, 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 MI5 and MI6 people are, are serving now in Bahrain with Ministry of interior and 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 with 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 their they are there and when we ask the the, the government of UK what are they doing they say they are training the police in Bahrain uh, the result of the training is that people are being tortured in in jail and they are being killed two of my my very close friends uh, one of them was a journalist uh, uh, he, he was. They, they, they were taken after just two days. The families were asked to take, come and take their bodies yeah. inside the jail. Yeah, and uh, and that that is the outcome of what you call it, training the police. Uh, so I I urge everyone. And this is based on British training yes. of of those yes. police. Yes. Yes. So we are Absolutely. as a British society responsible for yes. knowing what our government yes. exports to others. Yes, let me disclose this. Over the past two years, I've been meeting almost m most of the European uh, representation uh, missions in, in London, and uh, I've been meeting, going to Europe and meeting with the, the big uh, uh, governments of, of Europe uh, about the situation in Bahrain, and almost all of them said that your problem is with the British government. It's not with us. That is that is now a fact, mm. and we have put forward in writing to the to the FCO about the, this thing, but nothing is, is being done. Nothing's being done. Uh, 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 Philip Hammond, who is, is the chancellor, uh, we faced him personally just two years ago, uh, and we said, "Why are you supporting?" The, the tyrannies and, and the oppressor and the, the people of Bahrain are not violent. He said, well, uh, uh, the, the, we, are, we, we cannot stop selling arms and, and selling whatever we are selling the, the, the regime in Bahrain because we are creating jobs in the mm -hmm. UK. Okay, you are creating jobs on the blood of the people. Yeah. Is that, that's, that's shame. That's nasty. This is where our economy is today. It's, yes. it's actually yes. being upheld by the purchasing of, of yeah. from oppressors. May I ask that if, if there will be any other uh, chance, any other opportunity, because probably we, we didn't give a chance for, for our audience to ask questions. If, if you will be very kind enough, Sher Jafar, to allow me to be at your service some other time, uh, and and uh, we will have inshallah. Inshallah, we'll yeah. ask the audience to be able to write in. We have the du'a 
in one of the other ayah, we, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, Allah is the one who destroys the illegitimate kings and he replaces them with others. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wherever there is injustice, that he is the one who brings about justice and that he uses us to be able to bring about his justice on earth, insha'Allah. Thank you very much, Doctor, for your time. We really appreciate it. So please uh, think about some of the points that uh, Doctor has, has mentioned. We need to be aware of what's happening throughout the world especially when it comes to our uh, Muslim brethren, as the Holy Prophet وسلم, said, that the Ummah is like a body. If one part aches, the whole body aches. And we ache with the knowledge that our Shia brethren are being massacred, are being uh, wrongfully imprisoned and tortured in the way in which you've heard um, this uh, in this podcast. I would like to ask everyone to subscribe to the podcast, share this podcast, let this message go out to ears that may not have had an opportunity to be aware of what is going on in Bahrain. And inshallah, we look forward to having you listen to another podcast in the future. Thank you very much, Doctor, for joining us. Wassalamu alaikum. My honor. Thank you very much. Thank you to our audience. Wassalamu alaikum, Jami'an, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum,